Hello everyone, I'm your co-host Bidemio Logende. Welcome to episode 6 of the Throughball Podcast, where myself and my brother Akinola Logende present global news, updates, rumors and analysis regarding the game of football, also popularly known as soccer. Today on the show we'll be discussing more transfer news across Europe and the recent guidance that limits the number of headers in training sessions for all players at every level in English football. Thank you for your time, let's get to it. So the first news um, I have on this episode is about Rafael Varane and how he has agreed a deal in principle with Manchester United. So on social media, Rafael Varane has bid an emotional farewell to his Real Madrid supporters as he prepares to join Man U in a £41 million deal. He spent the last 10 years at Real Madrid and is prepared to open a new chapter similar to his former teammate Sergio Ramos, who recently completed a move to PSG in France. Varane's contract was set to expire next summer, so the club wisely cashed in now. Um, many of Varane's 360 appearances at Real Madrid came alongside Sergio Ramos at the heart of Madrid's back four. He won 18 trophies with Madrid, um, four short of Ramos's remarkable tally of 22. He won the Champions League four times, the La Liga three times, the Supercopa Hispana three times, the UEFA Super Cup three times, the FIFA Club World Cup four times, and the Copa del Rey just once. So both Sergio Ramos and Rafael Varane will be hoping to continue adding to their respective medal collections with PSG hoping to dominate domestically and in Europe and Man U determined to bring a five-year wait for a major silverware to a close. With Jadon Sancho's arrival and now Rafael Varane at Man U, the club is making it clear that they intend to bridge the gap between them and their city rivals, Man City, who won the English Premiership title last season by 12 points with Man U placing second. So next up is um, the news about Chelsea trying to sign the defender from Sevilla, um, Jules Conde, a 22-year-old defender. So Sevilla has have told Chelsea to increase their offer for 22-year-old defender Jules Conde, and that deal could run into complications because now West Ham, an English Premier League club, has entered the race to sign 26-year-old Chelsea defender Kurt Zuma. So what does this have to do with Conde? That's because Chelsea was planning to offer Kotzuma plus cash in exchange for Jules Conde. But now a different Premier League club is interested in Kotzuma, which is going to make the, the deal for Kod, um, Jules Conde kind of complicated. So Chelsea opened talks over a deal for Conde and they have proposed paying £30 million plus Kotzuma in a cash plus player swap deal. Sevilla are open to easing their financial problems by selling Conde, but they are holding out for a bigger fee. Conde is one of the best defenders in Spain right now, with a release clause of £68.4 million in his contract, which Chelsea is not willing to pay. Sevilla are known, they are well known for being tough negotiators, and they have indicated that they want at least £42 million in addition to Kodzuma, but Chelsea is only willing to offer £30 million plus Kodzuma. So that's £12 million less than what Sevilla would accept plus Kodzuma. 
So Sevilla like um, Zuma's personality and his style of play, and they will be open to signing him as part of a deal with Chelsea. But then, of course, like I mentioned earlier, West Ham are also seeking defensive reinforcements, and they have registered their interest in Kodzuma. West Ham are willing to pay £20 million for Kodzuma, which is unlikely to convince Chelsea to sell. Kodzuma's current contract runs out in two years. That's um, 2023. He could be tempted to join West Ham, which is a London club, because he's already settled in the city. And if that happens, Chelsea could consider offering their third-choice left-back, and that's Emerson Palmieri, to Sevilla as part of the Conde deal. Other teams interested in Kodzuma are um, Jose Mourinho's AS Roma, as well as Tottenham, which is another London-based club. Negotiations between Chelsea and Sevilla for Jules Conde are progressing well. The player um, recently rejected an approach from Tottenham in order to hold out for Champions League football. Conde's contract at Sevilla runs till 2024. Um, yeah, he made 34 league appearances last season to help Sevilla qualify for the Champions League. It was part of the France team at Euro 2020 this past summer, and he played in the 2-2 draw with Portugal during that competition. He didn't play in the warm-up match with PSG on Tuesday, July 27th, just three days ago, um, which ended 2-2. And after that match, he didn't speak with the media. Chelsea have also been linked with Declan Rice, um, an English midfielder who is currently valued at £100 million and Chelsea are in constant contact with his people. The next news I have here is about um, the Barcelona's president won't rule out an exit for Antoine Griezmann. So in interesting news, Man U have been offered Barcelona star Antoine Griezmann in a stunning exchange for Victor Lindelof, who is a defender. Baca initially wanted to send Griezmann back to Atletico Madrid in exchange for Saul Niguez, but then negotiations collapsed. So Baca are now in talks with Manu as they are aware that the club is shopping for a striker despite Edison Cavani's new deal. Lindelof has fallen down the pecking order with Rafael Varane's imminent arrival and Baca manager Ronald Koeman needs a defender. Baka are keen to offload Griezmann in order to lower wages across the team and therefore afford Lionel Messi's new contract. Um, you remember um, recently Messi agreed to a 50% pay cut when he signed a new five-year deal that would now see him earning £250,000 per week. In another interesting news, Baka also approached Man City about a potential swap for Griezmann that would involve either Riyad Mahrez, Emerick Laporte, Raheem Sterling, or Bernardo Silva. Chelsea have also been mentioned as possible suitors for Griezmann, but they now have a policy of not signing players over the age of 30 for huge fees. Juventus are also reported to be considering a swap deal for Griezmann that would involve Paulo Dybala. Man City's top target for the striker position is Tottenham's Hurricane, which therefore makes a move for Griezmann unlikely. And interestingly again, any club that wants to sign Griezmann won't be in a hurry as the transfer window is still open for another five weeks and everyone in the football world knows that Baka are in a difficult spot due to, to their finances and they may have to accept a low offer 
towards the close of the transfer window. Players, agents, team representatives, and scouts are obviously monitoring this situation, and they know that all they need to do at this point is wait, see what happens with the Griezmann situation, and towards the very end of the transfer window, offer a ridiculously low amount to Baka, knowing that they have to accept that amount because for them to keep Messi, they have to offload certain players in order to balance their books, minimize wages, pay Messi £250,000 a week, and then go from there. So Griezmann has already turned down proposals from the Premier League, several Premier League clubs. Um, He wasn't tempted by a move to PSG either. He now knows that his playing time will take a blow with the arrivals of Sergio Aguero and Memphis Depay. Depay was specifically requested by manager Ronald Koeman, who is also Dutch, while Aguero is one of Lionel Messi's best friends. So far, Griezmann has seemed unbothered by any of these recent arrivals and the dynamic of the locker room that, that is changing. Reports have also suggested that Griezmann is willing to take a pay cut to stay at Barca for the upcoming season. Clearly, he likes the club and wants to succeed at the club and is therefore willing to put the club above his own personal interest, which is a trait he has been known for throughout his career. On the surface, however, a lot of people are questioning the sense behind a player swap between Griezmann of Barcelona and Lindelof of Manu, but then only time will tell if that deal eventually goes through. Next up I have here is um, some transfer news involving Man City, um, Aston Villa's Greilish, and Tottenham's Harry Kane. So Man City have put together a £100 million package to sign 25-year-old Jack Greilish from Aston Villa. So Villa were informed today, Friday, July 30, that Man City are willing to pay £90 million for Greilish while including highly rated winger, 19-year-old Morgan Rogers, as part of that deal. Man City valued Rogers at £10 million, which brings the overall cash outlay close to Villa's £100 million evaluation of Greylish. Villa are keen to keep their captain. The club is ready to present him with a new contract worth around £200,000 per week, which is £40,000 more than his current contract of £160,000 per week. But then the decision to either stay or go is expected to be left to Greylish himself. Man City are confident that they can tempt him away from his boyhood club with the offer of Champions League football and the chance to consistently challenge for the Premier League title and learn under Man City boss Pep Guardiola. Morgan Rogers will be open to a move to Aston Villa, although he is also wanted by Crystal Palace after an impressive loan spell at Lincoln City last season. Man City are keen to land both Jack Grealish and Harry Kane this summer. They don't plan to pay £150 million for Harry Kane, but then they are hopeful that Tottenham will be open to negotiations for the 28-year-old England captain. Kane believes that now is the right time to leave Tottenham in a bid to win trophies because so far in his career, he's yet to win a single trophy and he wants to leave Tottenham to fulfill his career ambitions. Tottenham will, however, only entertain a large bid in excess of well over £100 million. Kane still has three years left on his existing contract at Tottenham, and of course Tottenham are under no pressure to sell their star player, 
the club leadership has set the evaluation of the England captain at a staggering £160 million. Hurricane is entering the prime of his career after claiming both the Premier League Golden Boots and the Playmaker of the Season Awards last season. He is well-versed in Premier League football and his goal threat and playmaking ability both on and off the ball makes him a perfect fit for Pep Guardiola's Man City team. And finally, on this episode, I'll be talking about um, a new guidance that is going to limit the number of heading in training for safety reasons. So English Premier League players should be limited to 10, quote, higher force headers per week in training under new guidance for the upcoming season. These protocols are being put in place before the start of the season in response to research linking repetitive heading to neurodegenerative brain disease such as dementia. The Football Association, the Premier League, the English Football League, the Women's Super League, the League Managers Association, and the Professional Footballers Association announced the guidance in a joint statement on Wednesday, July 28th. The new regulations are expected to be followed properly, although they are not being written as rules at this stage. The recommendations apply to each level of England's professional pyramid, with further guidance for amateurs in an effort to limit the risk of brain injuries. Heading is already banned in England for youngsters under the age of 11, but now grassroots training will limit each player to 10 headers per week. The guidance focuses on training sessions where majority of heading occurs and is the result of preliminary studies that identify the varying forces involved in heading a ball. Clubs will be asked to develop player profiles to track age, gender, position, number of headers per match, and the nature of the headers. The guidance stated that early evidence suggests that lower forces are produced when a ball is thrown to a player rather than kicked, and when a player heads the ball from a standing jump rather than running into the ball. Researchers gathered data from special mouth guards that measure the acceleration of headers in training. <clears throat> they also reviewed every header from each match in the 2019-2020 Premier League season. In a related statement, the Premier League um, stated that data showed that central defenders have on average a higher number of headers per match compared to other positions on the field across all professional football levels and the highest average headed forces per match in the Premier League. Recent research linking football and cases of head trauma have shown professional players are three and a half times more likely to die with dementia than those of similar ages in the general public. It is important to remember that there is overwhelming medical evidence that football and other sports have positive impacts on both physical and mental health. So reducing head injuries is simply removing a risk factor that, that is present when people take part in sports. But overall, taking part in sports helps with both physical and mental health. And there is overwhelming medical evidence for this. So that's all we have for episode 6 of the Throughball Podcast. The production, editing, and fact-checking were done by Akiola and Bidemio Logunde. The audio engineering and graphic design were done by Bidemio Logunde. Please join us again on the next episode as we continue with a deep dive on football news, updates, rumors, and analysis. Make sure you subscribe to the Throughball Podcast on Apple Podcasts, 
Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Please share the show with anyone you think might benefit from it. And for questions, comments, or any suggestions, please send an email to throughball10 at gmail.com. Please remember to leave a review for the podcast if your platform allows you to do so. Thank you for your time. See you on the next episode. Bye for now.